season five of The Score, the Team Roping Journal's podcast, where we cover the roping industry from top to bottom. This is where the team roping world talks. We talk through tough subjects, we talk big wins, and we talk real issues affecting the community. I'm your host and editor of the Team Roping Journal, Chelsea Schaefer. Hey everyone, it's Jenna Link with a bonus episode of The Score. Casey Allen, the host of our sister podcast, The Breakaway Breakdown, is taking over today. Chelsea's in Texas right now shooting content for Ropen.com, so don't worry, she'll be back with another episode of The Score sometime next week. But on today's episode, Casey got to talk with Whitney DeSalvo as part of our Women in Rodeo Month. Whitney's the first ever woman to be classified as a number eight healer. She's also a multiple time WPRA world champion healer. And she just finished out the 2022 Pro Rodeo regular season at number 14 in the Great Lakes Circuit Healer standings. So I hope you all enjoy this episode with Casey and Whitney, powered by Women in Rodeo Month and Durango. It is Women in Rodeo Month. And we are working on wrapping that up. So, obviously, I got to call one of the greatest female team rappers that I know um, for that. And, you know, that's you. So, <laughs> let's talk about you getting your start in team roping. Were there any challenges that you had to overcome specifically with being a woman and your roping? Because I know women have to rope differently than men just because of how we're built. Right. Um, honestly, I don't ever remember. I mean, maybe just, uh, I know I had to work a little bit harder at swinging a heel rope, I mean, strength wise, but not, not really in, in the, um, in the healing. I mean, I'm not, um, I'm not really just a, a, a lanky person. <laughs> Um, I feel like I, I had a, I've always been able to handle my rope pretty good and um, be able to get everything I've wanted to accomplish accomplished so far up to this point. That's awesome. How did you kind of get into the team roping community as a female? Did you have great mentors that helped you in or did you just kind of show up like, what's up guys? <laughs> Um, no, well, I mean, uh, everybody around me, like at home, does it, you know, for fun. And, uh, I know, uh, Lori and Brandon Thone have an indoor arena, like, uh, probably 30 minutes from my house. And they used to have, uh, team rope clinics over there. Like, they would get, uh, like Britt Buckus and I think Joel Gellerman, uh, and Britt did a school over there. And then, like, Michael Jones would do schools over there. And so, um, they always brought a bunch of people over there to do schools at their place and I think that's where like the first school I ever went to to team rope was uh, Britt Buckus school I think I ended up going to like two of them so that's kind of how that started but they all I mean everybody around there team ropes a little bit and stuff like that so I gotcha who was kind of your inspiration when you were getting into team roping Um, gosh, I don't know. Um, or like your heroes, like who did you want to be I, when you were a well, little kid? Well, whenever I first started, so like I always like 
really like looked up to you know Jackie and and Lady, but um, I was still straight breakaway roper then. So whenever I'd go to their house, I would go to mainly to rope calves, but I would also get the heel steers. And then um, the more I stayed at their house and and did both, I think I started gradually leaning towards the team roping a little more. So, but they helped me a lot with that too. Both of them did. But yeah, whenever I first showed up over there with them, I was like all excited, but that's what I wanted to do was breakaway. But then the more I went over there, the more I started roping the steers more. And now I don't breakaway very much at all, ever. <laughs> that's awesome. At what point were you like, I could make a career out of this? Um, I guess when, um, I guess when me, uh, I guess Hope and I went uh, in 17, and we went on, like, a a, a small all-girl heater. <laughs> um, like, the last year that they had the uh, wildfire at Salado, that whole year we won, like, four, the four, like, major, like, all-girl jackpots. We won a bunch. I think, I, I think that year um, I ended up winning, like, over 100,000 um, in – mainly all-girl money and uh, I was like man this is this is easy but <laughs> um, this is gonna be fun but it still is I mean obviously I learned that it's not that easy all the time but that's when I kind of decided that if I stuck with it and kind of uh, kept my head down and kept moving that I could I could uh, win and get along just fine at it Heck yeah. What do you feel like are some of the strengths that you have that have helped you get to this point in your career? Uh, well, I've always, for some reason, I guess, because I always just had a rope in my hand, I've always been like really well. Even since I was a kid, like before I even roped steers, like I, I always handled my rope really good. Like I never, um, everybody always told me whenever I was younger that I handled my rope like a, like a guy would. So, um, I feel like that helped me a ton. Like I've always had a lot of range, and I always had a lot. Of, I had a good swing from day one. I always had a lot of power on my rope, um, so I could always handle my rope. And uh, I feel like that was one of the main strengths I had. That um, helped me up to a certain point with my roping. I gotcha. Did you ever like model your style after any of the guys, or did you model your style kind of more after the girls? Um, I shoot. I tried it. The I tried it the other. I tried it at, to try to model it after the like all the girls that I thought roped good. It, and I'll never forget. Like one time, I was at ladies roping steers, and I was just like picking her brain about stuff, and she was like, "You're gonna have to um, start going and roping with all these with all these guys, and uh, that heal good." and pick their brain she's like because i've helped you as much as i can help you <laughs> like uh, you're gonna have to go she's like you you know right now we're you're 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 nice healing is about the same so you need to go do something else if you want to get better at it you need to go somewhere else and that's whenever when she told me that that's whenever i started watching them or i mean obviously i always watched them but that's when i started uh i guess making some of those people my standard instead of just 
I gotcha. Is your mentality more like, like, do you recognize that you're one of the greatest female ropers there is, or are you just focused on being one of the best overall? Uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't really think about that very much. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, um, I honestly compare it to, uh, just all ropers in general. Um, like, uh, whenever people like talk about like the number thing or whatever, um, I, I can't think of it as, uh just the being the best girl because how do I ever progress from there whenever um, you know that people say I'm the only one that's a number eight so I need to look at the rest of the people around me that are the same number and compare myself to those people and that's the only way I feel I'll get better Hey, you guys, we're so glad you joined us for Women in Rodeo Month. Women in Rodeo Month has been going on all throughout the month of September, and it is brought to you by the folks at Durango Boots. Durango Boots teamed up with the Team Roping Journal, Breakaway Roping Journal, and Barrel Racing Magazine to literally celebrate all of the amazing women of the sport of rodeo for an entire month, and it has not disappointed. There's been articles, podcasts, social media posts, and of course, right in the middle of it, thanks to the folks at Durango Boots, we get to celebrate the inaugural National Day of the Cowgirl Celebration. Make sure you guys are checking out all of our content on TeamRopingJournal.com, BreakawayRopingJournal.com, and Barrel Racing Magazine. And if you're in the market for a new pair of boots, check out DurangoBoots.com. Some of the best women in the industry are rocking their boots out there on the Pro Rodeo Trail. Thanks again so much for joining us and make sure you're hashtagging Women in Rodeo Month and get ready for National Day of the Cowgirl next September 15th. What are some of those things you're working on like right now to help get to that next level? Well, that's actually what I've been doing this week. Um, I've been really struggling. So, like, this year, we I rodeoed all year. Mm-hmm. And instead of I less jackpots, more rodeo. And I wanted to try that, and I really struggled at it. I kind of honestly felt my rope felt like fell apart. Um, but I've been working on, you know, kind of staying the same discipline as I do jackpot because I feel like I do a pretty decent job at the at the jackpots but then whenever I got to the rodeos I would just almost like glaze over like go like I would I would I would be my adrenaline would be moving you know too fast and I would kind of glaze over the run and I'd I'd do things just too fast out of control almost and so I've been trying to work on slowing myself down and still learn how to go fast like like I need to at that level and uh that's my main thing that I've been working on so much here lately is just that I gotcha is that something that you practice at high speeds or is that something that goes back to your fundamentals oh no you gotta I feel like the only way and that's what uh this week we're doing it um 
I, gosh, I ran, I ran more shares in two days than I usually run in a week. But um, that's what uh, I was actually at Wesley's Thorpe's house, and that's what me and he, he and I were talking about was uh, you have to do it at home and high speed every day. That way you can get used to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like um, nothing prepares you more for something than by actually doing it over and over. So um, that's where I've been struggling is I don't. I don't tend to go at that speed all the time, and so then when I see it at the see it at the rodeo, it kind of you know catches me off guard. But I've been uh, I've been trying to do it a lot this week, and just trying to see things, and it helps slow it down, you know, in the long run. The more I do it, faster pace, the more it's gonna end. I'm gonna get comfortable with it and start. It'll start slowing down in my mind, and like the run will start coming to me and slowing down a little bit, but. <laughs> It hasn't yet, but <laughs> hopefully it will soon if I can just keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I know that you like you focus on your mental game a lot, your mental performance and your physical fitness too. So have you been kind of working on those things more to balance it out? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, m- mentally more than anything here lately, it's just been, uh, you know, uh, like – you always hear on those uh on all the all those guys like whenever they do podcasts and stuff they always talk about like how rodeo and it's like the middle part of it's so hard because uh you know you're gone you drive 12 hours somewhere and then you run a steer you run then you get the truck drive six four hours you run another one and then uh if you miss two in a row and then those are your only two that weekend you get in the truck you drive 14 hours home and then that's it (laughs) So there's a lot of time you sit there and think with yourself. So I've had a lot of uh, a lot of time to work on my the mental side of it. And I'm not saying that it, it's it's been good all summer either. I've, it's exposed a lot of holes in my in my mindsets, but uh, it's also been good for me to be able to you know see those weaknesses and try to work on them. I get you. Were you roping with Logan all year, or who were you roping with? Yeah, I roped with Logan all year. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, so what are your plans for next year? Are you going to stick with the rodeos or take a year and kind of jackpot more? Uh, no, I'm, I, think we're, I think Logan and I are going to go again. Um, but we're also going to – I think we're going to do a little more jackpot than we did last year. I think we just focused way – it's like just strictly on the rodeos, and I just don't think we can – I don't, I don't feel like we can do that. Um, I feel like we need the jackpot still, too. Mm-hmm. I got, maybe we were giving ourselves too much downtime, and we were needing to, you know, the weekends that we're not rodeo, and we need to, we need to keep the momentum going and still be finding jackpots to go to. So. I gotcha. And there's nothing wrong with, like, getting your confidence up a little at the jackpot before you go to the rodeo. Oh, yeah, and getting your money together, you know, yeah. like, um... <laughs> Like, that's why I told him, you know, I took a week or two off, and I went to Cheyenne, and, um, and, uh, when I, I went to Cheyenne, I had a good week at Cheyenne, I won, like, 25,000 there, uh, I told him, I was like, gosh, I, I said, I said, we won more, I won more right there at Cheyenne and two Ropens that you and I won all year, like, I put my money <laughs> back together, you know, like, and I know we didn't, we didn't rodeo, like, hardcore, I mean, we went for, like, two months, and we just tried to make circuit finals, and 
we ended up not getting that done. We were like one or two holes out of making circuit finals, and so we were kind of beat down about that. But yeah, it's hard to hold your money together if all you're worried about is the rodeos. I found that out pretty quickly. Yeah, and was that like Logan's first year kind of out there too? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the first year he's actually went and yeah and done that. I mean, he's. He's amateur rodeoed. We both have. I mean, he, you know, he's from over closer to to Texarkana, so he he always like UPR rodeoed and stuff. Not like super heavy, but he still went and he's rodeoed a little bit. And like like we've we've met, we've went to like the Arkansas like amateur mm-hmm. association. We made those finals, but it's nothing like yeah. those rodeos that we went to out there. Um, they they seem to be. I mean, they were they were pretty similar, but they were it was just a different atmosphere, you know. I mean, and you're both uh, figuring the, that mental out, like. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, I mean, the mental the mental side of uh, it's a lot easier to go to one an hour and a half, two hours down the road and miss one and drive home and <laughs> get over it than it is to go drive fourteen hours and miss one and <laughs> drive home. <laughs> like the pressure's different, even though. The rodeo's almost the same. I mean, it just puts a lot of, a lot more heat on you than, than I thought he and I both realized mm-hmm. it was gonna. But uh, we learned a lot. If anything, we learned a ton. Um, and that's what I'm kind of excited now about this year. I was a little bit beat down for a minute, but now the more I've thought about it, I was like, man, I'm really kind of excited to go now because we've learned all the do's and all the don'ts and not maybe not all of them, but a lot more than we had before we started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we uh, we might we might have it a little more figured out than we did. Yeah. I feel like it was a good growth year for you guys. Both of us, for yeah. sure. Um, and we got, uh, thankfully, we got, a, we we aren't just going out there on one horse a piece. We both have, I have two, he has two, he has a young one coming up that's good. Um, I finally got me a couple of practice horses where I can take some heat off my good ones. And so we have a handful of horses now, so we kind of, we can kind of be stacked for different situations and not be not be halfway through the summer and our horse be out of gas so um what circuit are you guys going next year uh we're gonna go back to the great lakes i think we're gonna go back up there the weather's just so nice up Mm -hmm. there (laughs) really um yeah, and it's a lot easier than going to Florida back and forth to Southeast. Well, yeah, and it's the same. We didn't realize it, but it's the only reason we didn't last year is because he's still in school, and um, that's when all the rodeos are going on. Is is you know during the winter while they're still like while yeah. he's still in class and stuff, and um, so that's really the main reason why we didn't go to Florida. Well, then we figured out that Florida is the same, pretty much the same distance from where he and I both live than it was to go to the Great Lakes. So, yeah, the rodeos are a long ways away, but they're not – the distance isn't much different. Okay. Um, we're not close to either one of them. <laughs> but What are your overarching goals in the next five years? Like, what would your dream five years look like? Or ten. Oh, take wow. your pick. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh, dang. Um, I know, I'm funny. Um, I, um – I told I, I that's exactly whatever I showed up to Wesley's house that's exactly what he asked me was uh he's like what are your long-term goals right here like what are we trying to accomplish and really like honestly um 
the first thing that comes to mind is I would like to be a lot more competitive at like the open level jackpots and like the 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 pro rodeos and stuff. You know, like first things first, I feel like I. For peace of mind, like I, I feel like I really want to, my main goal is to make slash if you know if possibility if the cards fall right, win the circuit, make the circuit finals. Like almost like proved to myself that I could do that. But uh, you know, and then open level jackpots, especially be be able to be competitive at them. And um, I'm really uh, maybe almost too much of a realist when it comes to myself in those situations. Like maybe to the point where I'll psych myself out of that stuff. But it kind of gave me some confidence after about day two. I asked, I asked Wesley. I said, "Do you think my goals are realistic? Like you think I'm capable of those goals, or are they just you know out of mind?" And he said, "Honestly, I figured there would be more." two your goals than just those two you told me and he said well maybe there it is that you just start telling me but he <laughs> said I really thought you'd have more than what you said and so I'm like okay well uh, maybe I'm headed the right direction then. <laughs> but um, do you think that like 14 year old Whitney could have predicted any of this like is it kind of um, crazy some days that you're at that level <laughs> I mean obviously I I, I mean, I obviously wanted to be like, you know, wanted to be like that, but I don't think I ever thought I would, you know, have mm-hmm. I, I gotten to accomplish things I have so far and done the things I've done and been around the people, you know, that I've been around and gotten to befriend and everything like that. I, I mean, obviously, it's a dream to get to be around the people that I've been lucky enough to be around. I get to rope against them and do these things and, you know, people to think that I'm as good as they think I am you know I mean I always thought you know that'd be awesome but I never I mean no I never would have dreamed that I would actually done it I mean I tried hard to do it but I mean I never thought in my head whenever I was younger that I was actually going to accomplish it I guess Mm -hmm. is your mom still just as geeked about everything oh man she's yeah she is she uh she loves uh she loves to to support me which is you know that's uh that's awesome i mean if there ain't a person in the world that believes in me I, there's there's one that's one person right there that does so that's always <laughs> that's always good to have in the back of your mind for sure but yeah no she's all she's awesome Heck yeah um so as far as like some of the some of the historic greats of the world of team roping, who are some of the women that come to mind? Like from before even, you know, Jackie, Larry B, like who are some of the women that you're just like, man, they are awesome. Oh, um, or more recent man. Or man. I feel like, okay. So I think I always saw at Bobby Williams, the circle speeds mom. She mm-hmm. was, she was awesome. Like she was, she was still roping a little bit whenever I was, whenever I was uh, a kid, like old enough to remember to go to like, like whenever we go to the US finals and stuff, she's still healing a little bit. And then, you know, everybody told me she healed at the, at the BFI and, and all this stuff. And I'm sure she did a lot more great things that I, don't come to mind right now, but you know, she was awesome. And uh, Tammy White, she's still ranked and you know, she she made the short round at the at the BFI a couple times and uh she she uh I think she 
was top 50 in the world one time. Just rodeoing in California, if I can remember right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's that's do. I, I feel like that's doing something. Like that's legit. Um, you know, and and obviously Beverly, she placed it every. Not maybe not every open level open, in like her like when she was going hardcore, but like dang near all the best ones you could think of. You know, and that's hard. That's something. That's uh, that's something you kind of gotta give them a lot of credit for. That's hard to do. Even then, I feel like I know they're. T- I know people say they're they're tougher now, but I feel like they were just as tough then. Maybe not as fast, but still tough. Tough competition. So those are probably some of the three uh, or a few that I'd look up to for sure. Hi, Asha. What's been your favorite run or favorite moment of your career so far? Well, so most recent, um, we, me and Logan, pretty much, we might not could make it again. I would, I would like to hope we would at some point, but we kind of hell married one at Dodge City in the second round, and we placed in the second round at Dodge, and I, that's probably my favorite run. That was a cool run. <laughs> uh, yeah, we both like, like, whenever we we got back in the truck to leave um you know we both logan was like i honestly didn't know i could throw my rope that far and i was like yeah i honestly <laughs> didn't know i could do that either so <laughs> but uh no it was a good run. it was a good confidence boost because that was a pretty tough round and the steers were i felt were really tough there you could tell by the times and the average that the steers were tough but um, the steers were tough too. They were fresh and little, and they ran so hard, and it, it was just uh, it was just a cool run to me, um, right there, to be able to do that. And all those guys are. It's kind of the end towards the end of the summer. They're all trying to get as much money gathered up as they can because they're all trying to make sure they make the NFR. Or they're on the on the outside looking in, and so like they're coming with it you know mm-hmm. and for us to place right there was pretty sweet heck yeah all right so yeah. little girl walks up to you at a rodeo says i want to be like you been watching you you know on social media how what do you tell that little girl how does she get to where you are <laughs> besides you know being uh, awesome <laughs> um she just uh, keep your head down and just work be main thing is be be teachable, be coachable. Like um, never feel bad or get your confidence down by you know realizing like you could you could be better. You know what I mean? Like never let it beat you down that you could do something better than what you're doing now. I feel like that's the main thing. Is is uh, I know for me, whenever I was younger, I always I didn't take criticism very well. Um, and whenever I realized that, that that's what was going to make me better is to take the constructive criticism and build on it, that the people that were giving it to me were only trying to make me better. When I realized that, I felt like I shot up tremendously. So that's the main deal that sticks out to me for, for a younger kid is be, be teachable and doors will fly open for you. Heck yeah. And one thing too, like watching the next generation of ropers come up, are there some girls that you're pretty excited to watch or that you think like there could be some cool things happening in the sport for women? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's some, uh, 
there's some some young younger girls uh, that rope good, and especially it's cool to watch them like uh, it's cool to watch the girl healers like now from when like I was probably around their age, and like it's there there used to be a handful of just really like great he- girl healers, and then that then everybody else was just kind of you know doing it well now there's like even the young the, even the young kids are, are getting like there's a bunch of good um girl healers for sure like uh i think i don't know how old she is um but like caitlin torres swings her rope like i mean like has a great heel swing like she she has she throws great heel loops like there, there wasn't girls my like whenever I was her age. There wasn't girls healing steers like that. Like she's gonna be like, you know, Riley Smith. She does a really good job too. Um, she has for a while. Um, she'll, she'll be, she'll be pretty dang hard to beat too. Um, so that's why I'm trying to, you know, work and get better so I don't get my butt kicked. Because they're the coming up behind years. you coming in they're coming up fast <laughs> they saw you could do it man they're like i gotta catch up <laughs> oh shoot i don't know i just i see them i see them uh coming in pretty hot so i'm trying to do what i can to stay competitive as long as i can at it well heck yeah man i i know you got a lot going on today you gotta finish out your drive so i will let you yeah. get going and thanks for talking to me yeah thanks casey all right see ya